Hey, Shabs, have you noticed how it's getting lighter? Spring is in the air. You know, you can take away your sad lamps. You know, sad? So something, efficiency, deficiency. I don't know what sad stands for. Yeah, Sunlight, true. something, something. Because it's Easter, right? And it's it's all happens to be New Year for so many people. Oh, yeah, Basaki for me. Basaki for you. Boila Boishak for me. Tamilian New Year as well, I think. And uh, also, of course, don't forget the world's so excited about what happens tomorrow, Monday. What happens tomorrow? Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. It's a good job we haven't seen, you know, it's, I know we've missed out, but we haven't seen it. So we have got no pressure. To the spoilers up. mean nothing to us. Yeah, that's true. From what I understand, it can't be that different from, I don't know, is it the story of Mahabharata or any of these Indian mythological uh, Well, only if Mahabharata has, yeah, only if you think Mahabharata has like dragons in bosoms, but uh, okay, fine, fair enough. Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast, the first episode of season two. We're partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters. And we're everything else in between. And we're going to be talking about uh, many things. But speaking of, again, Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the most important thing, talking about Game of Thrones, that's a good hint, is the elections. Yes, the elections happening in India. Because it's so vast, it's taking over a month. That's right. Because it is another Raj Gaddi ka khel, as it were. And you were giving me these all these stats about how vast India is and how many months and how many phases and all of that. And yeah, I know, because I did have a look actually and Mm. I think there were like 543 seats and it's the world's largest democracy, Mm. right? 10 lakh polling stations, 900 million people are eligible to vote. Mm. Do you know what 900 million people means? Mm. That's more than our podcast, by the way. That's like the whole of Europe and Brazil. If you just, you know, add them together. That's 900 million people. See, I'm quite surprised because I know that the population of India has gone up immensely since I last voted in India. But I don't remember growing up, even when I wasn't voting age, I don't remember the elections as being something which was phased out over, rolled out over many phases and people making such a hue and cry. Yeah, it's a logistical nightmare, obviously. Uh And I think there's some rule that you have to have, you can't be more than two kilometers away from a polling booth or something. There's Mm. something. And um, have you heard of a place called um, Tashigang? Tashigang. Not Tashigang. Yeah, it's it's in Himachal Pradesh. It is officially Mm. the highest... um, the highest polling station in the world, actually. All I remember is um, when I was eligible to vote, obviously you were very excited, right? Because when you go there, you go and get this black thing on your nail, which tells you that you have voted. Yeah, and yeah. that is what everybody takes a selfie with now, these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. But 20 years ago, I remember once going to a polling station and... It's some special kind of ink, isn't it? It's a special ink. Dead ink. And I still remember going to a polling station and being promptly turned away from there saying that, you know, there's a tick against your name, so clearly you've already voted. So a lot of that happens, but I think the election commission... You had already voted or someone had, had voted on your somebody behalf? somebody else had voted on my behalf. But I think the election commission now is really pulling out all the stops to make sure that elections are as fair as possible. And also growing up, booth capturing was another phase we used to hear a lot. Because this is what used to happen, you know, especially in rural areas. Um, uh, there was a lot of discrepancy on the number of people who had actually voted and number of votes that showed boot, up. Boot capturing. Boot capturing. But boot this is, the polling you know, booth. I know, I know. This reminds me of, isn't there going to be a new Netflix movie called um, uh, something Delhi Booth or something? No, that's something. Booth Police. Booth Police. No, that's not a Netflix. It's a movie, I think. It's a Safari Khan film. Oh, I thought film. it was a digital thing. Is it a digital thing? I don't know. 
please someone that tell me it's bit, not Ghostbusters. That sounds a bit like Ghostbusters. Sorry, going back to your booth. So yeah, so elections, big story, right? And uh, so when, so it started now. It started and it takes a month. Yeah. It takes a month. And then the counting begins. I don't actually know. Yeah, I think, I think it's something like that. But uh, what I do know is that 85 million people Mm. are voting for the first time you know people who are like kids who are now no longer kids basically from mm. the last election mm. and so young population it's um a lot of people in bollywood as well kind of there's it's i think it's in two camps there's one section of people who think that big movie stars should state their political allegiance and make their stance clear and then there's one group that says that entertainment should really stay uh, away from uh, yeah. politics yeah, and nothing to do obviously with. they don't want to alienate anyone yeah. it's two sides but yeah. it doesn't really matter who you vote for as long as you do vote you that's do the, vote because it is your social thing. responsibility yeah. right because that's something yeah, I, and I think in the Indian youth kind of uh, understands smart. that they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they know that it's in their hands the power lies with them to uh, change the way the, the direction of, of you know the country's future and Otherwise, you might end up like uh, us stuck with our British politics and you don't want to go there. You know, talking about Indian history, there was a fantastic documentary on yesterday about um, it's 100 years since um, Jallianwala Bagh, yeah. the massacre. Yeah. Or oh, the documentary was actually called, I think, The Massacre That um, Shook the Empire. Yeah. And um, it's strange that I don't think the British have yet apologized for it. Now, we all know from Gandhi, the movie Gandhi, the General Dyer. Mm, what he uh, did. Yeah. See, that's the thing. General Reginald Dyer, wasn't it's it? It's again... There was confusion because there was, um, there was um, the, the governor, the lieutenant governor of Punjab was Odaya, Odaya wasn't Odaya, he? Odaya. Who I think, uh, Odum Singh, assassinated, I think. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So many people get confused between General Dyer and... Odaya. 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 Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, yesterday it was on TV last night and there was a buzz around it. Everybody was talking yeah, yeah. about how this was a thing to watch. And you and I watched this we did, we live, did. not on catch up. After yeah. a long, long time, we, we sat down together and watched it. And. But listen, I feel that when it comes to Indian history, when it comes to the Raj and Indian political history, there's always going to be two sides to the story. How British Asians, people like you, I know you've lived in both countries, but still how British Asians view that is very different from how those of us who've, who were born and raised in India, how we see it. That's because you studied it. I'm, we studied I'm, I'm, it, in yeah. In India, we've got to study quarters, it. I and I just felt that Satnam, Satnam Sanghera, although he did a brilliant job, you know, of at least shining a light on something that really needs to be looked into, I felt that the personal touch was totally missing. That, you know, Jallianwala Bagh was a turning point in the history of India's freedom struggle. 1919, that kind of brought the whole country together where, where, whereas up until then everything was fragmented and everybody was fighting their own little battles. But a massacre on that horrific scale, so emotionally captured by the film Gandhi, Attenborough's yeah. Gandhi. Uh, I just felt that, that emotional tug at the heartstrings was completely missing from the documentary yesterday. But it, was, um, it was good it was aired, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a nice thing too. Yeah, so we're still it. waiting for an apology. I think David Cameron touched on it a couple mm. of years ago, mm. but then since then, um, nothing mm. much. Yeah. Talking of TV, um, now we're totally shifting from something serious to yeah. Priyanka Chopra and Mindy Carling. I like Mindy Carling as well. Mm. They've decided, um, well, they've actually officially said that they're doing a wedding movie. Mm. A wedding caper movie together and See, i think she wrote on a thing that you know this is about the modern global indian woman kind of thing which is good yeah i see i don't know mindy carling at all i've maybe seen her once or twice i know of, of her but i don't know her work much 
but you have to get out more. You have to watch a bit of TV, you know. Yeah, but Priyanka Chopra, I do know, and I think that Priyanka Chopra, that means, has clearly given up her Bollywood aspirations now. She's not too bothered about what her next big mainstream Bollywood commercial film will be. She's done Chunali Bose's The Sky Is Pink, and I think she's. Did happy. that get a good reception? I don't think so. It hasn't released yet. Oh, it hasn't, it hasn't released. released yet. My no. bad, my bad. But actually, that's saying that you're going next week uh, or this week rather. You're going to see Kalank, aren't you? I'm going to see Kalank. Kalank is the big one, and everybody's saying when will Priyanka do a film like Kalank? You know, proper mainstream Bollywood with Rona Dhona and costumes and everything that people love about it. She did Bajira Mastani, didn't she? She did a bit role in Bajira Mastani, and since then, then she did Jai Ganga Jal, which was actually her last film. Jai Ganga. Less said the better. Was that a police woman or something? It was. She was a police woman. Yeah, it was a cop, cop thriller. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't. I haven't seen a Bollywood movie for a long time. But Mindy Kaling and her getting together. I mean, is it true that even with somebody like uh, who's the other YouTuber who's who's become Lily Singh? Lily Singh, right? I mean, she did a lovely little uh, humorous uh, take on um, Bollywood songs, which is quite funny actually. So, are they all rediscovering Mindy Kaling, Lily Singh? Are they all rediscovering their Indian roots to be able to get? No, something it's a very nice thing that wherever wherever you are now in America, here in England or in India, Asian culture is being accepted more and more. It's mm. becoming more mainstream. It's about time. Mm. You know, you, should, you don't have to be ashamed of you. you should speak in Hindi, you should wear your flares, you should say ek, to, teen, whatever. Uh, and again, especially when it comes to Lily Singh, I think our kids discovered Lily Singh much before we did. They did, they did. They, they were did. watching these videos. We didn't know what they were talking about. They were doing some Manjit. Uh, Manjit Singh. Manjit Singh. And we had to go to find out. We had to go and find out what they're talking about. Yeah. I think it's about embracing your roots and not being, not being conscious of standing out. Saying that, I mean, I'm very proud of my roots and I'm, I'm always flying the parcham as they say i'm always flying the flag for all things asian and yet i think yeah, kabhi, 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 if you make a curry khidki khonna chahiye le the khidki khonne ki baat nahi mujhe abhi bhi saadi pehen ke tube mein chadne mein mujhe abhi bhi i'm not that comfortable i just feel that all eyes are going to be on me oh i thought you're going to say because you have to mind the gap no not because mind the gap it's that much harder with the saadi but because I feel that you know it would, I would really stand out. And the day I can just say that it doesn't matter if I'm wearing a suit, whether I'm wearing a sari, my heels, whatever, I can just jump on a tube and, you know, not feel. You should go and move a bit more towards South Hall, you know. Yeah, please. I mean, I love South Hall, yeah. All my churia, my blouses, the mehendi, the you know, kangan, the chaat, the samosa, sabkut South Hall sahi to milta hai. As you know, I do miss South Hall. The garam garam jalebi, kabi kabi masala chai, that kind of thing. You know, you can't just step out here and get it. It's it's a lakhe mein. But yeah. there, it's fantastic. So once in a while, I love going there. Maybe it's time for us to do our next podcast from our favorite chart place in South Hall. Let's do it. And if you think you have any suggestions on what we should talk about as Desis, you know, something which is close to our heart, not just as Desis, as Britishians, right? Uh, please do find us on social media. You are always undecided. Are you British or are you Desi? I'm an Asian ek, in Britain. Ek, ek pari hai, ek pari hai. Haan, kabhi I'm an Asian in Britain, kabhi I'm British. Depends. So uh, please do send us your suggestions because we would love to hear from you and find us on our socials on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook as Shabby and Man Podcast. Until next time then. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.